Well, yeah, and, like, it's not like they've ever been, like, you're going to be on your own, kid, and, like, we're not always going to be there to help you. Like, they've been explicitly, like, we will be there to help yeah. you, and, like, things might be scary, but, like, we're here, we're together, we're family. Yeah. Um, when you're here, you're family. <laughs> when you're here, you're here. Um, <laughs> when you're family, you're here. Um <laughs> Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Batch. I'm Julia. And I'm Becca. We're best friends and lifelong Star Wars fans, and this is a Star Wars The Bad Batch fan cast. And this time we're reviewing episode... 13? <laughs> God. I think it's 13. Anyway, it's Pabu. Finally, Pabu. We get to find out who Pabu is, and Pabu is, is a, a place. It's a where. And not a, it's, a, it's a where and not a who, um, which was uh, a little bit of a surprise to me. Apparently not as much of a you surprise You mean it was a surprise after last week when we were like, haha, what if it's someone's name that's truncated, you know? <laughs> I thought for sure Paolo was going to be like a monkey. Yeah. And to be fair, like there are crit-choo? monkeys in this a episode. A crit A critcher. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was thinking it was going to be a critcher like a, a Babu Frick, if you remember Babu Frick from... Oh, yeah. Uh, the most recent film... Rise of Skywalker, that's what it's called. I honestly forgot which Star Wars property that was in. Well, uh, it's because you've only seen that movie one time with me. <laughs> yeah. Because it was a bit of a challenge. Yeah, it is challenging. Um, one. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I won't say anymore. There we go. Um, okay, so this episode was... Um, I, I, I enjoyed it, but I am confused. Listen, this was a fun time of it an was episode. A delightful episode. It was really, really enjoyable to watch. Um, I loved the beginning. I liked the action. I think that's what I have been kind of missing with these seemingly non-plot related episodes. I mean, like, okay, here 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 we go. It is sort of filler at that same time, it like at the end, because they decide to stay on Pabu, it feels like okay is this where like some of the plot is going to take place next like it feels like all these are lining up but this one didn't feel like that piece clicked until the end of it when they're like you know what we will stay i was thinking that that's where this episode was going to go do you want me to i'll do it i was thinking that that is where this episode was going to go when they started talking about like vaguely more towards the beginning of like, Oh, like, you know, it's a nice place to be. And like, you know, Omega seems to like it. I'm like, Oh, I think they're going to have to have some conversation at the end of like, either we're staying or we can't stay here. Yeah. And they did obviously and they're staying, but it just feels so weird in this situation. (laughs) Just like in this place in the season. Yeah. We got like a weird mix of like, character development sort of with like tech a little bit like we haven't yeah. gotten to see him kind of on his own and like fee is in this episode which is great yeah we haven't seen her since like episode three i think or something uh into yeah. whatever entombed was three or four um but just like i <laughs> i don't know i'm it's hard because i think individually these episodes are really fun yeah um i really liked this episode i liked the beginning like you were talking about i feel like it was that kind of like very charming sort of like swashbuckly actiony yeah. you know stuff that feels really characteristic of 
Star Wars in a lot of different periods of time, and it felt like it was clicking really, really well. It was. Um, and, then, and then we slowed the fuck down. Yeah, we did slow down a lot, and I feel like I wasn't upset about that. No. Like, I like the thought that they're, like, having, you know, when they're on the Marauder, we're jumping forward a bit yeah. but like you know they're they're having conversations about like okay what's next for us you know since we sort of cut ties yeah. of sin and all that stuff like i like that that was kind of plot related it's interesting though that we get this beautiful planet like pabu's almost a delicious it's <laughs> it's visually delicious um it just feels like this should have had more big plot points in it yeah somehow Let's, let's let's start from the top. Jump here. in the episode. So that's though. our just sort of over our, our TLDR. Yeah, our TLDR. Um, but yeah, like we've been saying, the the first part of this episode was like really fun. Like five minutes in, I was like, "This is my favorite episode. I love this episode. I please more of this." I, uh, as I said, I agree. I think like even visually, like this really hit it for me because it's like that same. I mean, I'm just a sucker for like kind of like seedy underworld yeah like, you know these like backroom deals and like i really like that we're seeing fee again we don't need to explain where she came back from like it's just like she, yeah you know. she's coming in and out i think it is interesting though that like clearly they haven't come back to sid yet so like did they just run into fee or did they I contact they fee? probably have her number uh um, <laughs> they were like hey ring 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 hey bitch hey um, bitch we need some work do you have a job we're broke again um <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. Again, as a sequence, I think that worked really well. And I liked it. I don't know, like, having seen the whole episode, like, what I would have maybe paired with that beginning scene to make it a little bit more to what my liking would have been the entire episode. Because uh, I think that was a killer first scene. And I think I thought the episode was going to be yeah. kind of different based on that. Here's where I thought the episode was going to sure, go. Sure, shoot. Because we have this amazing opening scene. We have Fee trying to get this uh, like artifact from this clearly shady guy. He's trying to kill her. It's very Indiana Jones episode. Yeah, yeah. Episode two. M- the second movie, Temple of Doom. Uh, <laughs> oh, I was like, yeah, it's episode two. <laughs> it's not, it's, but it it's feels definitely like not. it. Yeah. Um, and like this whole scene where like you, it's kind of like the camera like is panning out and like you see Hunter and then Wrecker comes because it's just like, it's just Fee and it Omega. It feels so snappy. So snappy, so good. And then like when Hunter throws that knife. knife and pins that weird fucking centipede assassin bug to the wall. Like I was like, oh yeah, this is Yeah, so and cool. even like within that kind of getting the like humor bit of like Smash coming back to to tech who's like playing <laughs> yeah solitaire they just left him on the yeah. ship I'm, like there's so many questions i feel like this episode was just like i have questions about like eight things yeah why did they leave tech i mean that's it's fine i guess but he's like, their like their pickup person i suppose he's the getaway driver there but i think go. it's really funny like i thought that was like even just like outside of that so funny yeah. that they left tech because they're kind of doing a whole like we're the big muscle thing and yeah. so they like can't bring tech the because nerd. he's just like a yeah. nerd uh yeah it was so good and so tight and i love the like very good like one-linery dialogue it was very indiana jones and the colors and the colors and like just like even the framing and stuff was really really fun it just like okay sorry we explained all that you were gonna say where you thought this episode was gonna go no so we have that and then like we have like their they get out they're on their ship and uh sid has a like a message like a, yeah. basically a video voicemail comes in like from sid blackmailing them well she's just basically like um where are you like i we i don't have to remind you that like this was a mutually beneficial deal for both of us and like i i love that they're like we don't really 
we're we're, we're kind of we cut ties a little bit yeah. like um and like with fee being like well you know sid's not a good enemy to have and like she's been a friend of mine for a long time and like you know i thought that this was going to be a sid centric episode and yeah, we were like gonna kind of iron out what they were to each other and like if they're continuing i like that the boys have basically gone radio silent on Sid. They're like, yeah. actually, they're ghosting. Sid. We're not going to talk about it with you. Yeah. <laughs> they don't seem to care that much about the, because as soon as the video message came up and she's just like, I don't have to, I don't think I have to tell you that I'm kind of threatening you. Yeah. I thought that they were going to be like, okay, we have to yeah. like lay low. Um, and we have to fix this because we can't have her like blabbing her mouth to the umpire. Um, sounded like I said umpire and not empire. The, uh, the baseball man. Who's <laughs> the baseball <here>. overlord <laughs> who rules us all. The baseball overlord. Yeah. Yes, that's him. The umpire. <laughs> uh, that's fair. Yeah. I, and then, I, and then, and the then episode it was takes, uh, just like a severe left turn. <laughs> and again, I don't hate the the second part of this the bulk of this no. episode i think it is like really sweet and like something to savor but it is um thematically incredibly different it just felt like they have been dropping these kind of breadcrumbs with sith throughout the season and we, we've been picking up picking up on them we've been following you through the forest picking up your little breadcrumbs being like okay we see she's probably gonna betray them we don't know like cool cool, cool. blackmail conflict blackmail conflict yeah. there um and then they it, it just feels like now is the time to bring that home yeah. and figure that out. And I feel like we're just getting like a, a little bit more breadcrumb. And I'm like, yeah. I feel like we're like, we, we have one more episode until, yeah. <laughs> until the two season finale uh, or yeah, this two part season two finale. Um, And I'm like, I kind of wanted more than just like, yes, yeah, Sid's mad at us again. Like it's I kind of wanted more than that. Challenging to me because here's the deal. We say this now. I'm sure we'll be proven wrong because we're always proven wrong. Yeah. Um. It's just sort of a fact of life <laughs> at this point. Well, we don't have all the answers. And when you know what? We've never claimed to. <laughs> <laughs> we have only ever claimed to have opinions. <laughs> True. Um, so maybe in the next three episodes, we're going to really understand why all of these things did, were in the places that they were. But it is challenging i would say coming off the heels of the last episode that too where it's like where we i don't know we feel like we had like a huge milestone here and like even the last two episodes where we've gotten a new villain yes we've gotten kind of a new like okay we know they're looking for omega then we have okay crosshair is on the outs of the empire and he's kind of being held captive now now all these people now the boys have just saved it down from a tsunami which is great what the fuck does that have to do with like it's hard because i think you know the first part of this episode was like it, it it's like they put it there for contrast for the rest of the part of the episode but it wasn't like that heist went poorly for them no. and then that was pushing them to rethink what they want to do with their lives and like going forward and they're like oh maybe this isn't safe for omega and like we want her to be able to you know it it just felt like wow this is working really well you guys have really hit your stride mm -hmm. you know it's this very fun environment i want to see more of it and then getting kind of like the pabu part of this episode and it's really sweet and i really like it but it feels like a not connected to the first part as much and yeah. then also like we are our, our plot point for this bottle episode was kind of way down the line it was at the very end when they were like we'll stay um yeah it wasn't like it was more in the middle and they're like i think we're gonna stay and then something happens and like either pushes them to leave or like 
uh, you know, reinforces down. them yeah. that they want to stay. Um, it was really nice. Uh, so we have this like conversation with Sid or not conversation, but like video message. And then the conversation with Fee where she basically is like, Hey, you know, I think Omega should hang out with other people. Her age. <laughs> I think we should see other people. I love that when <laughs> she said that, I was like, hey, it's the thing that we've been talking about every time Omega encounters a young person. Yeah. She's like, wow, it's nice that she's around someone her age. I just like, it was such kind of a left turn, but like, he- here we are. So Fee takes them to um, this place that she knows about called Pabu. Um, and apparently she, earlier in the episode at the beginning, someone calls her a pirate and omega goes she's not a pirate she's a liberator of ancient <laughs> treasures and i'm like i lo- like this is such a weird uh from i mean from the little bit that we know of fee a, a weird kind of like turn in character mm-hmm. because like i mean we knew she wasn't like a shitbag person no but like she was she did seem kind of like a she treasure was, hunter yeah she was in it for the money in it for the money she's friends with sid who's clearly very like monetarily driven um so then now to see like and and when when i heard that the like liberator of ancient treasures i was like that's just a fun way that she's saying that i steal things yeah (laughs) it could also be i mean like in the context that we context that we get late the context (laughs) the context that we get later um within that where like when they get to pabu she's Mm -hmm. like oh like you know this is i i want to bring back pieces of their culture i'm like oh you're really chill it seems like she's like more going towards like an indiana jones type route yeah in a i mean in a sort of a different spin on it but like the fact that she's like oh i don't want it for the money i'm here to like you know return things to yeah because we learned that pabu is a place that a lot of refugees have come and kind of made their own it's beautiful island paradise um but yeah it just seems like kind of a, a switcheroo with her character yes also, I would like to note that unless this comes up in the next episode, which I'm assuming the next episode is going to start on Pabu, I say this now, we're going to be wrong. It would really surprise <laughs> me if it didn't. <laughs> if it didn't. But we have this weird moment where when they get there, uh, I must have said, Fee is like, this is where we keep all of our treasures. Yeah. And then we never. And then we don't hear about it yeah, again. It's yeah. not like there. It's a refuge that the people go to when the tsunami happens. And then we get some moment where we're like, wow, other people's cultures are really cool. It should be protected. Yeah. Uh, it is just kind of like a throwaway line. Again, I'm sure it'll come up in the next episode to be fair uh they were like we're not worried about the empire because we don't really have, have any resources resources yeah. and i'm like well it's probably the you know they're gonna do a nazis and they're try gonna to do steal your art yeah exactly um because they are just nazis they are just nazis but in space space nazis um uh yeah, yeah. so I, I feel like again i really like parts of this episode i'm challenged at the moment seeing how that's going to tie in with everything else because if just not to mention crosshair being like a rogue element at yeah. this point we've not seen charles we've not seen Cody, <sighs> we haven't seen rex and echo we haven't seen charles at all i He's, thought maybe we were gonna get just a little glimpse of him straight gone <laughs> straight up like no he's in prison and we i know we talk, talk about, about this we've said this every single goddamn episode since the mid-season <laughs> but like where's echo I, I just like, where's Echo? Where's where's Charles Rampart? Like, I know where Echo is. He's with Rex. It's fine. I'm not concerned about him. And we know where Charles is. He's in prison. But like, <sighs> but like the- I want to, but like, I want to see him though. again. I, we are proving when our wrong visiting hours. every single <laughs> fucking time we open our big mouths. But, <laughs> and I love that for us. I love that. I but love how the fuck are they going to do this? 
Not gonna lie, they had me in the first, first half. half. <laughs> Not gonna lie, they had me in the first three quarters of the season, but like it, it just feels like this was like kind of two different episodes because like I do like when they get to Pabu and like they're kind of, I, I like that they're kind of experiencing for the first time like yeah. a reprieve. And like I do really uh enjoy um I mean this is a fun town, right? This mayor yeah. character, uh Shep has Hazard. It's spelled like Hazard. Shep Hazard. <laughs> Which is a cool name. I like that his name is Hazard, but like he He's like the, He's like the nicest person. person ever. Yeah. Hazard. Hazard. That's what it is. Um and, and his daughter, Liana. Yes. Um like like these they're so cool. I love this character, Liana. I love that she is like immediate friends with omega yeah. like very very cute and like the boys are even like wow like i think he's even tech who's just like i haven't heard her laugh like this in yeah. a really long time like i sorry continue with what you're gonna say um i can't remember i think that was it okay go ahead um i was gonna say <laughs> uh i really like yeah like the pabu content of this episode i like the again it is like almost saccharine sweet the little moments that we get in here with like yeah like um Omega and Liana playing together and yeah having that moment where Tex like I haven't heard her laugh like that in like forever yeah I'm like when have you heard her laugh anyway um like and and that moment where like we're kind of getting these individual moments right with with Tech and Fee where it feels like Tech is like learning a little bit about like at least in some of these parts like beauty and being a human and like (laughs) (laughs) like i really like that moment when the like sun is setting and she's like oh wait and like watch and it's like all these like lights are turning on it's really beautiful i feel like i'm getting a weird i am getting a weird vibe between them as well and listen that's fine i don't love it because i feel like that would I, i just feel like i don't like these like i feel like when you single out individual members of like a group like this an ensemble cast like this and you're like oh they're gonna have a relationship with this person who's outside the group i'm not a fan of that i feel like it and maybe it's because i don't know how to say this without being like kind of a dick about it (laughs) but i feel like people always take those opportunities to put those characters in a romantic relationship and it feels really cheap to me yeah um because it just feels because what like Like, what's the point yeah what would be the point it's not that like like I don't know, and then it's just like drama and whatever, and I just find it very boring. I'm not a relationships drama person. I'm an aromantic. Leave me alone. <laughs> and that's fair. Um, I like romance, but this feels b- it, weird to me. I it's, was it's like, what's the point again? So on that subject, because here's the deal: this whole episode is kind of like that first part, and then like a big slew of other things. So I think we can talk about this here. Yeah, when. Fee singles tech out in the more towards the beginning of this episode. It didn't feel that weird to me because it was like when she calls him brown eyes. Yeah, they all have have brown brown eyes. eyes. Um, I I was just like, oh, I don't know. She's just kind of being like a sort of a fun, smarmy character, and you know, tech isn't used to like being treated like that. So he's like a little flustered. Yeah, you can see his eyes. Um, He's just like, what? Like I thought that was funny. Yeah, I thought that was fun and funny. Yeah, and then I feel like they kept manufacturing these weird moments between them where like. Again, because it's not super clear what their relationship is, which you don't have to be like, have a moment where Fee is like, I'm into you. And Tech <laughs> is like, I don't know what love is. Um, you know, like it, it or just being like, wow, I had I'm a very so weird upbringing. So this is all new to me. <laughs> yeah. Or like them being like, wow, I'm glad I found a friend like you. You yeah. know, like it doesn't have to be so like on the head. But I feel like it's weird that like we got these little scenes where like she he's pouring a drink for her. And then she's like, come here. Let's go watch these. Li-. Like it just it feels felt like a, a little weird amount of like manufactured moments yeah like outside of that i appreciate 
like we've talked about a bunch before tech getting more moments to be humanized and be characterized and like you know kind of see of what it is to live life in kind of um i don't know like being able to like see the beauty of natural surroundings and like i don't know not necessarily needing to quantify everything yeah he feels like a workaholic finally being like oh there's things outside of my work yeah which is fun to see that kind of character change more being like especially when they're like looking at the sunset and stuff and just being like oh it's like really a beautiful and good to look at and like it doesn't necessarily have to be something that's like defined or like yeah i feel like we've seen tech before be like trying to define like human experience where instead of just like being experiencing a part it of yeah. human experience and like it's so it's nice to see him develop more right yeah um i don't really love yeah that it was like a weird singled out thing it but felt, yeah it did feel a little weird um that being said i do like these moments where like he's alone like i know we've been able to get that without now that echo's not here yeah. um which like why couldn't i have echo moments <laughs> seriously um <laughs> maybe i'll get them later. later um no it's it's interesting i'm still again not sure that not quite sure they're going for that maybe we're reading yeah, that's into like it. maybe my why but I'm at the confused. same time it did seem kind of pointed yeah this is like what i guess i i was trying to say is it's confusing to me because it doesn't feel like something that should happen it doesn't feel like anything has happened but no. i feel like because of the experiences of other shows and movies and stuff that i've seen where like that is a trope that happens and it's like those people end up getting together i'm like uh, on guard for that I'm exactly like, i don't want that um I feel like if you wanted to set Fee and Tech up as kind of foils, because she is kind of extremely experiential. Like, she she seems to be experiencing life all the time frequently. Yeah, she's like a, a shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah, she's a fun, having fun, loving gal. Um, <laughs> she seems like... She's a fun, loving, fun, having rowdy girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I love that. And I feel like it is a good foil to Tech, who's very, like, serious, like, uh, kind of, like job oriented task oriented kind of person yeah. um so like i i do like that kind of setup but i just don't feel like they had any of those moments where it's just like oh their personalities are just like very different but they're foils and that like they kind of can reflect off of one another yeah um i i feel like we just had moments where like fee was like hey look at this or like i'm gonna call you brown eyes or like whatever i think actually in like one of the first episodes that we see fee I, it might be the first episode i think she does make a remark to tech that could be construed remember. as a little bit flirty. I I'm, I vaguely remember. <laughs> I don't remember, but I never got that vibe. Again, I just always I felt thought like she, she was, was being kind of kind being of like funny, smarmy. Yeah. yeah. Um. But anyway, that's my opinion on that. Yeah. Um, um. So obviously, we get all of these scenes going through this episode where, like, they're it 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 is for a while a very pleasant episode where it's like we're having dinner and like it's really cute. We see Omega playing with these uh, they're called Munoz. Yeah. Um, with liana and they're getting along really well and like we do have conversations in here i think with hunter and fee yeah. where fee is like you know it's not a bad place to like settle down you know it's a place for refugees and like people who want to start over and all that stuff and like she is pretty heavily hinting like yeah. like you guys you could settle yeah. down here and like again i got that plot point as we were going yeah. through it i wish maybe we could have made a decision earlier and then again like either reinforced it or backed off of it like as yeah. the episode went on um one thing that makes this episode too feel like it kind of doesn't fit the rest of the storyline here is that the central conflict, which I was certain was going to be empire related yeah, because you have this like almost on the nose conversation of like, what would the empire yeah, exactly, want here? Exactly. And if they come here, we'll be fine. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, like oh, okay, so the empire is going to show up then in this episode. No, it's an earthquake and a tsunami, which is like, 
I, I don't know. Just such an odd... It feels be- like... Because sorry. up until now, we've had villains being either the Empire, or which we know are bad, or you know, Omega learning a lesson that like, just because people aren't part of the empire doesn't mean that they're like wholly good either about greed or whatever. Yeah. Um, but now we have like a third type of antagonist, which is like natural disaster, natural disaster, which is like, doesn't point any one way. And like, the only thing that I could think of this being applicable in the future is like, it was just basically a, a time for like the mayor and the people of this place to kind of like, see that the boys the batch and omega are like here to help they're good people yeah i guess like from what i was thinking about it like it it could be like a learning experience of like bad things happen but like if you are together with your community it can be okay and like maybe you know like pointing more towards a community focus yeah and like an all in this together mentality like maybe it's something like that but it's like i don't feel like that's a lesson that we need omega to learn because she already knows that because she is part of a team. She's not like a lone wolf type. Well, yeah. And like, it's not like they've ever been like, you're going to be on your own kid. And like, we're not always going to be there to help you. Like, they've been explicitly like, we will be there to help yeah. you. And like, things might be scary. But like, we're here. We're together. We're family. Yeah. Um, when you're here, you're family. <laughs> when you're here, you're here. Um, <laughs> when you're family, you're here. Um, <laughs> it, it just felt like such a weird departure for... Because we again, we've been introduced to this new antagonist um who we also haven't seen and i can't remember his name at the moment he's a doctor i think yeah he's a doctor um he went to school and got a doctorate <laughs> he has a phd <laughs> he's a phd he's not like a medical doctor <laughs> he's got like a he's phd like a- in literature <laughs> education it's a PhD in education. And he's uh, like, I'm going to work in science. What if I did science and I lied about my degree? <laughs> They'll never know. They're like, you're an MD, right? And he's like, huh? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> did you <Wink>. say PhD? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so that guy's gone too. Yeah, it's just we such kind a of weird... have this. It's just so weird to have yeah. our antagonist being a, a, a part of a na- like nature. Instead of, like, all the rest of the antagonists again, of the entire season. I don't know if this is going to culminate into a conversation of, like, there are things that we can't control and, like, it's okay. But, like, again, it doesn't seem like our particular crew needs to learn that lesson because they're very well acquainted with the concept of not being in control of the things well, going on. And also, I think in order to learn a lesson like that, you have to have some kind of loss, right? Yeah. And, like, they get everyone out in time so yeah. like no i mean they they have property damage but again the marriage just like whatever like we'll rebuild yeah and again the important thing he says like the important thing is that we you know everyone got out alive it's like yeah yeah i it's kind of like what i was saying earlier where like it, it almost feels like that part at the beginning even though i love it and i think it's like a really really great sequence like could have maybe like gone poorly and yeah. then they that would push them to realize like maybe we should be looking for something more stable and this then like episode doesn't feel like it had enough conflict in it yeah like it was again it was really beautiful i really love the episode. amount of time that we took yeah looking at beautiful things and like and we and we should keep going through this episode <laughs> Sorry, we should we keep getting sidetracked but i i do want to uh continue because um at some point right omega and liana go out on the boat right to watch yeah. the sunset this entire sequence and the music too mm-hmm. feels so much like that part in an animated movie where we get to that like cool spot that inevitably gets destroyed, which is exactly what happens in this episode. Yeah. But like we get those like glamour shots in the beautiful, almost like saccharine sweet music that feels a lot like, like, oh, wow, like home. And like 
something really comfortable and something really special and like appreciate the beauty of this place yeah like i i liked that a lot no it was really good moment again i think they did that obviously because (laughs) there's inevitable conflict and destruction that happens but like that was a really nice sequence i don't know what it was doing for the plot except for letting omega like bond with another person she's and again bonding. also see something of natural beauty she's seeing natural beauty she's kind of again all of them are kind of just experiencing like not being without and kind of experiencing com- true community for the first yeah. time because like i mean previously before like the empire took over they were still soldiers like they were still in a war they had all their needs met, but there wasn't a like there wasn't community. like a thriving yeah, aspect to it. It wasn't thriving, and I I mean I love the previous scene too, where like they're eating and Wrecker's just like, oh my god, I'm full, and they're like, wow, you're like never full. And I love that text, like I'm gonna write down the day. Yeah, um, like that was really sweet. Like yeah. that we had a really fun like the, it like very domestic, just sort of like we get to enjoy our lives and like have thi- like be sustained and thrive. Um, and I do like that we had such a sustained scene of Omega just enjoying herself and like, like smelling the sea air and being like, wow, this is so different from where I grew up. Um, so like it, it does serve that purpose of just like, oh, things can be good. Yeah. Um, which we know sometimes when they set that up, it's obvious that like something's going to happen to yeah, take this away. Yeah, and then the away. music turns and it's like, okay. Yeah, and then, then we do have this conversation between Omega and Liana um, where she's like, she t- uh, Omega tells Liana that like, I left my home because of the Empire and Liana and, you know, Liana's like, well, you can stay here. And she's like, we don't really stay places very yeah. long. Um, and Liana's like, don't, doesn't, like, don't you get lonely then? And Omega's like, well, I've never really thought about it. <laughs> I, which was interesting, and I thought yeah. the conversation was going to continue, or like that was going to have something to do with the main conflict of this episode, yeah. but like it didn't. This is why I'm thinking that the next episode tipping points again, which is a, a wild that that is the right before the season finale, will have something to do with this too. Yeah. Because, like, again, I like that conversation in context to that should be pushing us to realize some things about the situation that we find ourselves in or the goals that we have. Right. Whereas, you know, the main one of the main conflicts we spotted from like the beginning of the season is this like, you know, when Echo was in the group still like, are we going to go out of our way and help, you know, this nascent rebellion and like, you know, fight back against the empire or are we going to like try to make a life for ourselves? Yeah. Right. So it feels like we are kind of like hooking back around with that same thing of like, oh, you know, maybe our goal should be more of like more thriving than surviving, you know? And like, oh, maybe we do actually want to find a place to like settle down and like, especially for Omega. I don't feel like they hit that point home enough though. No. And I feel like this conversation could have been an opportunity to do that more. It it feels oddly empty because I think a presence like Echo is not there. Yeah. Being like, this is really great and all. I'm glad that we like had time to rest or recuperate and enjoy life for a little bit. But like, I have to remind you that like, there's people out there that need our help. And like, that's kind of what we're doing. Yeah. I kind of did miss Echo in this episode because I feel like he has a way of being kind of like a straight shooter and like, mm-hmm. but also seeing kind of like both sides of like, you know, he wants to help people. He's sort of our like true good, like, kind of a white knight character but also the thought of like we have omega and we need to make sure that she's taken care of like i feel like we could have had an interesting conversation in this episode if he were around it didn't feel like there was even enough conflict in that arena where like pretty much as soon as v is just like you know you could stay here and like omega really like it hunter's just like yeah it is nice like he he's (laughs) he's very easily swayed (laughs) 
like he's not stupid or anything no. but i just i love how much like people will just say things to him and he's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't i was noticing that too because it's like again i don't necessarily feel like that is something that we see all the time with him I think because when Echo was around, they would sort of like have conflict about like what decision to make. And we saw, you know, Hunter have more of an opinion on things. Yeah. But he does just kind of feel like someone who is reacting to things. And like, yeah. he's like, yeah, this is a good option. To be fair, it is a good option. But like, he never has a conversation with Wrecker and Tech about it or Wrecker, Tech and Omega about it. I was going to say, I'm kind of missing like him and Tech having conversation about this. Yeah, or where they like, like all can three of really them. hash out like is this really the right decision for us? And then maybe, you know, tech could be like, yeah, but like we can't hide from the empire forever or something like that. Yeah. You know, we are missing a good like mom and dad discussion time. I miss my space mom. Yeah. (laughs) Where is he? (laughs) Where did he go? He like shows up the next episode and was like, bitch, (laughs) you making decisions without me? You making decisions to go on vacation without me? Where's my Mai Tai? Where's my margarita? <laughs> Give me a margarita. They're stat. like, we're not going to pay for another drink. You're just going to take it and literally just pass out on a lawn chair. Like, we like, know that's me, what you do it right every now. time. He's like, I don't care. I like passing out with a drink in my hand. Okay? <laughs> I'm so stressed. <laughs> you don't even drink it. You just sleep. It's not the point. Echo's like, and then we're going to talk about what you've done. <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, after all of this happens and we have this good bonding time with Liana and Omega um is is when this episode takes a turn yeah immediately we get we, i mean obviously and we saw it coming obviously there's gonna be conflict can't just be them all at the beach all, all yeah, day uh, there was a moment <laughs> though where like i was wondering like is this episode just gonna be like them a nice, hanging out like or like you know and maybe the conflict is like interpersonal conflict yeah i totally forgot which like special shout out i appreciate that they put a trigger warning in the description yeah, of they this episode did. um i had totally forgotten about that and so i was like oh you know what tsunami yeah. as soon as like the earthquake happened i'm like oh yeah 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 so that's, that's the conflict that's but no right. i honestly actually could have had i would have preferred that like An there being an interpersonal conflict yeah. within this because like we still have that like from the last season and like i don't know not everyone in the group always agrees mm-hmm. um i wish it would have been interesting to see characters like wrecker and tech finally being like well here's my opinion instead yeah. of being like I'm just going to do whatever Hunter says. Yeah. Um, I feel like I wish I would have gotten that more from tech because it seems like we have been seeing a lot more of him as an individual. Yeah. Just as episodes have gone by, obviously, which Mm -hmm. I think is solid. And I feel like you maybe could have used that momentum to have him sort of speak out and be like, hey, you know, actually, you know, I was thinking about it. And like, as much as I would love to stay here, like, you know. There's people who need us or like, you know, we can't endanger these people on this or planet. even or like, like we really should us. check in with Sid because I'm afraid she might sell us out. Yeah, like, like, let's please, maybe... like, don't forget. Like, I know this is nice, but like, don't forget that there's someone who knows too much about us. Yeah. Like, at least let's cut ties on it cleanly. Yeah. And not owing each other anything or yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, no, that doesn't happen. It's just um, we have this fun, like, kind of action sequence here with like the sea surge and all that and i mean it's very suspenseful and like yeah yeah and like it's cool to see how this happens and like yeah we get this sort of suspense of going back and forth between like the batch boys and omega and liana and -hmm. like you know it's i i think it builds that suspense well for what it is and then like i don't know it it plays it off well again i'm glad everyone got out i guess and like you know we have this fun scene where hunter like picks up the girls and Mm -hmm. like you know it's sort of a fun actiony thing uh but that is kind of what it is yeah it and like you know 
it, it doesn't feel like there's any like super crazy <laughs> stuff that happens during this. Like, again, we see this destruction happen and it's sad, but like the point that's reinforced to us is like, you know, our people got out and that's what's important. Yeah. And that's kind of it. Which again would be a good lesson, but like they kind of already know do that. that and know that. Yeah. Um, Unless it is like, but we don't see this in the episode, unless it is kind of like a reminder of crosshair. Um, oh, elaborate more. Well, just that like, oh, I, I like I wish if when, like when the mayor said that, they the boys were like, oh, yeah, like, I guess we kind of don't have everyone together. Or, like, I don't know. No one brought oh, up crosshair of like, well, we did kind of not leave him behind. But like, I don't know that all of us are have gotten out alive yet, essentially. Yeah, or yeah. like that. I, I feel like that would have been the if the ending of this episode hadn't have been, well, we're going to stay and help you. It would have been like, hey maybe we need to try for crosshair one more time or like, yeah. Or because of what you said. And yeah. Yeah. I feel like it could have also been like maybe a reinforcement of like, you know, I think it is. Yeah, exactly. The most important thing is for us to be together. Yeah. You know, and like whatever that means for us. And like, you know, maybe it's like, you know, at some point we're going to have to like, you know, talk to Omega and make decisions to make sure like she's taken care of. But like, you know, we need to all like, the important thing is that we're together. Yeah. Uh, including, you know, Crosshair, including Echo, whatever. Yeah. Um, it just, yeah, it's weird to me that it that moment didn't feel more tied to something. Yeah. And again, I, I think most of this episode is probably setting up for the next episode because, sure. you know, we have Crosshair and the Empire's clutches. We know that they're coming after Omega. Now they're finally, which is interesting because now oh, they're- yeah. Remember how they're going after Omega? Yeah, exactly. About because that. now now they're like, oh, why don't we stay in one place for a longer time? So, like, obviously, something's probably going to happen there. Yeah. Um, the treasure, like you said, the artifacts of these people, um, these various people uh, being kind of a target for the Empire. Like, things are lining up, but I feel like- the interpersonal uh, communication and the interpersonal conflict would have been a better served narrative in this episode instead of this like outside external natural disaster happening. Yeah. Again, because as the, conflict. the conflict, as we talked about, I mean, like it just doesn't feel like it's anything that's a lesson that they need to learn besides the fact that like, yeah, it's sad when things like this happen, but like, it doesn't feel like it is pushing us towards a goal and it doesn't feel like it's building from what we've seen before yeah again I'm i feel sure like we'll they be had proven wrong too many like, wins in this episode too yeah yeah and again i think that could have been remedied if we had instead of having a natural disaster had like an interpersonal conflict and like had to talk about some things and talk about you know like goals that we have for the future and like you know essentially as the viewer yeah. understanding where we know our characters want to go and then understanding that there will be obstacles in the way of that it also feels kind of high time for like i mean we've seen omega become a lot more teenagery yeah in the season i was kind of anticipating like her and hunter having a little bit of a like a fight yeah um where he's very like well we need to do what's best for you or whatever and like uh i don't know especially since echo's not there to kind of mediate and like be another voice of reason like i was kind of anticipating something like that um but yeah yeah i also was like wondering if at some point we were gonna get a moment that is just kind of like we've already had this though like in last season we had mm -hmm. this in the second episode where hunter's like well you should go stay with yeah um, with cut and sue right because uh you know it's, it's gonna be a better life for you i was like i wonder if there's gonna be a moment like this where they're like oh omega you should stay on pabu and yeah. you know we unfortunately you know there's work that we still need to do and there's someone that we need to go back for but like you deserve to have 
a life here and you're happy here. Yeah. I was like, I wonder if that's going to be a conflict in this. Yeah. You know, or something like that. And, you know, Omega having more autonomy and making more decisions for herself. And like, you it's, know. Especially like given that Echo does leave in this season. Yeah. And he kind of makes a point where like, just because we're not together doesn't mean we're not family. And like, we'll see each other again. And it's yeah. not forever. Like, I feel like she was a little bit too young in the last season or like young feeling. She hadn't learned or lived life enough to come to that concept or she hadn't spent enough time with the batch hardly at all for yep. them to be like well we're still family but like now she has and maybe that might be something that she is either open to or like doesn't find as much um problems with um as yeah. she's like growing older yeah. you know it's it would have been an interesting change in her yeah um but yeah again i kind of i'm I'm wanting some interpersonal conflict, I think, because it doesn't feel like we have seen these characters evolve that much. Yeah. Except for Echo, obviously, who I think was able to, like, in his sort of own time, have these conversations with himself and others and come to a conclusion that he knows what he wants to do. Right. Yes. Omega also has, like, I think we've seen her grow up a lot. But I feel like with these other characters, like especially Hunter, we really have not seen him develop as much. Mm -hmm. To be fair, a lot of the last season was focused on him. Yeah. And I appreciate having time for other characters, mm -hmm. but it feels like now we're kind of getting into this point where we should be seeing payoffs. And I don't know if we're seeing payoffs or what we would pay off. It feels weird not seeing plot payoff or very much character payoff. Yeah. The most payoff plot and character we've seen is the last episode of Crosshair. I know. Who we only saw for one other episode this season. Also, where the fuck is Cody? Yeah. Where is he? He's like fully AWOL. Like he's nowhere. He's not with Rex. He's not with Echo. Like he's not with Rex and Echo. He's not. Unless he joined them after the last time we saw them. But what was he doing in the fucking meantime? I don't know. Again, there's a lot of pending questions that we just haven't seen. And what's weird is that we have been proven that we can have really snappy episodes. Yeah. Really well plotted episodes. So much of last season was that. And it was beautiful storytelling. I'm yeah. not saying this season's bad yeah. or anything. And like but it last just, season had its infested. It did. You know. <laughs> it's a malfeasance. <laughs> malfeasance in the other episodes. But like, especially like the front half of the first season, we had a lot of those like bottle episodes. But it was like, yeah. you know, it was fun. Uh, this is getting to a point, not that it's not fun, because I super enjoy these episodes like we were talking about. But like, it's getting to the point where as someone who likes to look at the whole thing yeah. and be like, OK, like what is where are we going? What are we hinting at? What right. are we pushing to? Yeah. It's confusing to me because I don't really see it yet. It's a little not that I know everything. Well, but, but it's <laughs> like I feel like that was a big complaint that I was seeing from people online before um the metamorphosis episode where you were introduced to our metamorphosis <laughs> it's that hillary, oh, Duff hillary song. i'm sorry i only think of friends kafka i we're on two very different brainwaves with yes. the name of metamorphosis anyway <laughs> continue um like i think with before that episode we were like what's the like main plot here of this season it's a little amorphous and then we kind of got uh the mid-season obviously i think did a lot um but we saw echo go away and so i was like oh that must be part of like the we'll see him again i thought he was gonna be a more of a feature like it was kind of be a, a little bit of a split like sometimes we see the bash sometimes we see yeah. echo um but you know until metamorphosis we didn't really get a clear like threat here um but now that we do we're like okay they're going after omega and they're trying to get um nala say involved in this and all that stuff 
Um, I wonder what they're going to, like, what are they going to do with her? Like, what what do they want Nalase to do? Like, those questions have gone completely unanswered. Yeah. Um, so we have a little bit more direction. And now, like, this episode is just, like, I don't know. We're just hanging out on Babu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and again, we get, like, a little bit of plot of, like, oh, what we're going to do next is stay here and help them rebuild. And, and like, like, we're still on the outs with Sid, but, like, that's it. Yeah, there's, like, again, I think, obviously, next week we're going to have, like, a continuation of this. And I yeah. guess it'll get more heated. It's called fucking Tipping Points. So, um, well, it's the episode before the the season the finale. So season finale, yeah. I, I mean, next week cannot be a filler episode. It's just wild to me that, like, and again, I, I, I mean, we talked about this when it happened. We're like, you know, that it might be, you know, we have some parts with Echo and Rex and some parts with the Batch. I get the application of not wanting to do split povs yeah I not that. all the time yeah um that being said i it's but they did it so well last season there were a lot of split povs that's last true because we would get like well because but like charles was our proxy in those like split pov empire scenes because yeah. it was the batch in the empire yeah and we got to set them up as sort of adversaries obviously uh and it feels like we are we're sort of missing a piece. It's wild to me, and we talked about this last week, that our villain structure has been so fucked and that we haven't even seen anything from this new guy. No. This new dick on campus who I don't like because I miss... <laughs> new big dick on campus. I miss Charles, who I guess is I in miss prison. Him a lot. But like, what is going to happen? This is like a... In order for things to come together, it has to be a convergence of like eight different parties. Yeah. And I thought that we were kind of starting that convergence with Metamorphosis with- where we were... Okay, new villain, new... They have a new goal. Um, yeah, okay, and then we get the crosshair here. episode. That piece is lining up here. Yeah, yeah. Like, this- as though we would get three of these, like, okay, and then we would get a- an episode that's, like, on one of our other parties, and, like, we're seeing how yeah, they're exactly. creeping closer together. No, yeah. seriously. And I thought that's, like, we were getting closer to this convergence. Um, and I guess, like, we're not not getting closer to it, but also it felt weird to in in uh, integrate this, like, natural... I you were say entombed. <laughs> no. It felt weird to integrate this new natural disaster kind of conflict instead of a conflict that we already know is around. Yeah, it's challenging. Um, and again, I... I it is delightful to be proven wrong by the show. I look forward to it. Yeah. Um that being said, I I, I still me, have faith in this in, show. Yeah, I have faith, but me and my very limited knowledge, but you know, yeah. we've been doing this for some time, is having a hard time seeing where this road is going. Yeah. And I don't know if that's purposeful or if it's just like not as tight of a story as last season. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe the amorphousness pays off in the end maybe like again it's for a reason exactly and again we talked about this with the last episode of the crosshair episode and it's like it kind of was useful to us the viewer to be to have to guess where crosshair was the entire time and assume that he was doing shit and then seeing him disgruntled and then seeing him flip like that made a lot of sense because we needed time potentially Mm -hmm. to be able to like have that make sense I do kind of wish, though, too, yeah. that we had seen him at least one more time between yeah. those two times. Like, yeah. I wish he had been in the midseason. Same. Like, because I feel like watching him see what happened to Rampart would have been, like... I mean, not that he didn't know, obviously. I, I, Clearly, he's he understands that that happened. But also... Um, what's challenging to... Sorry, continue. But also, like, we didn't get to see him react to that. No. Even again, if, we even if he and the Batch didn't ever interact in yeah. the midseason it would have been interesting to have him be involved in that or like we we see what he's what's like, happening to him what if that assassin guy was crosshair and they just didn't capture him you know 
Yeah. In the mid season. Yeah. Like, well, I just, I'm, I was that's very a, another weird plot confused hole. as to why he wasn't, yeah, why he wasn't, um, oh, not to mention in the beginning of the season, they kind of set up that like, that the whole thing with like Rampart was that like, they can't know that the batch is still Alive. around. And then that didn't never answer that. kind of came up again. Like, no. And again, no, I just like that never came up again, and I had kind of forgot about it. Like they kind of gave us a direction, and they were like, "Never mind, we're switching, we're switching, we're switching gears here." Um, yeah. So like again, that might pay off. It might be all converging. That's a lot of pressure to put on the next episode, but or yeah, even we'll the next see. three episodes. Yeah, because like here's the deal too. It doesn't feel like we have like a a single or a, a grouping of like integral plot points or goals throughout the season like obviously with last season it was the inhibitor chips and to be fair that was something that really needed to be discussed and taken care of but like when we went into this season i feel like us talking about like oh there's gonna obviously inevitably be some conflicts between these characters and that feels like something that's going to take us through this season and that's going to be kind of like what we play off of as we get further into this season and to have things come up like you know uh charles being like you know they, the Empire can't know that the batch is alive. I will literally kill to protect this t- the secret and then have him completely taken off of the table. Yeah. And that plot point not coming up again is like kind of fishy to me, I guess. It's it's a little fishy. It's a little fishy. It's a little fishy. And again, Let's I have faith still. If I anything, still the last faith, episode was... And pixie dust or whatever it is. Dreams, <sighs> hope. I don't know. <laughs> faith, trust, and pixie dust. Faith and trust and pixie dust. Still got it for this beautiful, beautiful crew. Again... I'm just a little confused. The, at the last moment. episode is such a testament to how much they can do in like a 25 minute episode. That was so good. And we have three of them, but I just don't know what they're gonna fucking do. I'm very, I'm intrigued. I'm a little worried. Um, I'm, yeah. It's just kind of wild. It is kind of wild. And again, we end this episode with just like the batch being like, oh, we'll stick around and help you rebuild. Like, kind of like, oh, we want to stay here if yeah. you'll have us. Which, like, it would and be Shep a good... Like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a good, like, you know, finally they're deciding to, like, put roots down somewhere. And then, like, I mean, obviously in the next episode, they're not going to stay on Pabu. Like, we know this. The rest of the three episodes are just hanging, it's them just hanging out. Yeah. And Crosser and comes. Like, he escapes. And just like... <laughs> there's 20 more episodes. <laughs> we live. <laughs> no, like, obviously they're going to have to leave because, like, conflict is going to happen obviously but because it has to happen because that's what a story is but again it would have made so much more sense if instead of like um the conflict in this episode being a a something completely external and out of their control versus like an interpersonal conflict that happens here um or like something happened with sid or like i don't know like it yeah i mean i think sid is going to become a problem in the next episode I think Sid has been a problem. Well, but I think it's finally <laughs> going to come to a head yeah, here. Again, a tipping point or a turning point, if, if you, you will, will, which is what the next episode is called. Yeah. Uh, I I do. I am also surprised you talked about this earlier. I'm also surprised that the Sid, which by the way, the message that was sent because it like skips and gets fucked up. Is oh, yeah. so Ominous. It is. Ominous. It feels incredibly threatening, which is why it I is was threatening. like, something's happening. Yeah. Here. It feels yeah. like they're like now a target, right? They're, they're oh, yeah. being heavily blackmailed. I mean, by someone who straight up was like i am threatening you yeah and again i feel like we should have had more of an episode with that to 
I don't know, talk about again the fact that like in the last season we got to a place with Sid where she was kind of like more than just our employer. She's kind of our friend and like she really likes Omega. Yeah. And like, you know, we went through all this crazy stuff together and then like, I don't know, it, it makes sense that she would like flip or like, you know, kind of be a dick because that's like her showing her true colors. Yeah. It's wild to me that we looked at that and then we took a sharp left turn to pabu <laughs> yeah and then fee was just like anyway let me introduce you to this fun yeah, island and paradise. then fee was like i'm gonna be very generous right now and like take you someplace i've never taken any of my friends before yeah which is also kind of a weird not necessarily a red herring but it's like i get that she like sees them as like nice people that maybe should be given a chance or a place that they can like uh, you know find yeah. as a refuge but yeah it feels like uh a little bit of a weird left turn for her character especially since yeah. like she seemed to be learning the like greed lesson the greed is bad lesson yeah that omega learned in the pilot yeah uh not pilot the, the first, first episode, episode of the season um so yeah we'll see we'll see we'll see <laughs> oh prove me wrong i'm interested that the first couple the first two part uh premiere of this season centered around dooku's like war chest thing yeah and we saw a lot of his own treasures yeah um so i feel like we are kind of circling back around to, to like the, the empire still kind of treasure the concept of treasure and the incept the incept the concept of like colonization and yeah. that like that's something that the empire is like kosher with they're like yeah, yeah this is good and cool we're not we're space nazis basically yeah to um, be fair that that also has come up obviously in the the tribe episode too where we got to talk about yeah. culture like i would be interested if that is kind of like the thing that hooks back around with this and yeah. it's like we let's talk about like preserving people's cultures yeah um it it <laughs> i'm so interested to see what the fuck happens because we got tipping point yeah. and then our two season is the summit and and plan 99 so do you think it's a summit like a like a mountain like a political summit oh i was gonna say like a mountain <laughs> summit because we've seen a mountain yeah <laughs> the political summit <laughs> just the, the two of the finale is just like political meetings no. they're like it's super boring it's like one of the senate episodes of clone wars <laughs> Where it's just like none of our main characters. It's just, just like, like Padme and Jar Jar Binks. It's a Padme and a schmuck. <laughs> and eight schmucks. Yeah. Then they're like, we need to pass this bill because people need water. And everyone else Padme's is like, like no. no one should die ever. And everyone else is just like, I think we should kill more people. <laughs> and then the chancellor comes up. No, excuse me. The, the emperor comes up and he's like, we're going to do this instead. And then he leaves through the floor again. <laughs> yeah. It's that for three episodes. <laughs> he yeah. lives in the floor <laughs> it's got a little apartment down there yeah he loves it anyway well we're gonna see we're gonna we're certainly going to see okay that's all for this episode thank you so much for listening we'll be publishing episodes every monday so join us next time for episode 14 tipping points you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and also on Instagram and Twitter at The Batch Pod. So if you like story and you like Star Wars, then tune in for the next episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Batch. Bye. Bye.